0: It is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Doctor Kirk Elliott. How are you? Great.
1: We're, we are doing great. It's great, great to see you. I, I love these economic updates because it's it's a, it's a quick hit. That they're, they're they're kind of fun and neat. But you know, in the world of uh, you know what's his name, Kramer, you know that does the the MSNBC stuff and and all of these you know people that that are just kind of talking heads and, and mostly wrong. Uh, this has a, been a really good source, even just like for Stacy and I personally, and then the, you know, uh, the, all the audience gets to listen in, but it, it, it's been really comforting, you know, to have these conversations where you're looking at news cycles, the economy through the lens of having two, eight, two PhDs, but also through the lens of, Hey, you know, uh. Jesus slept on a boat in the middle of a storm, and we don't have to go crazy because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been a really—you were like—I don't know if you've ever felt this, but you're really made for this moment. You know, yeah. mentally and emotionally, like God's really prepared you to like. You can look at this and be like, "We're good," you know, when everyone else is kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, 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 not—you know—ignoring things that are happening, but, but like looking at them and saying, "Okay, what, what is, what are all sides of this Rubik's cube at one time, and also where's God in this?" because there's never any fear that comes from, from you.
2: I mean, I, I am really even keel kind of a guy. I mean, nothing. I mean, really my, my emotions are almost like flatline. Most of the time, I never get really, really super excited. I never get really low either. It's just kind of there because I know that God's always got everything. Right. And there's peace that comes with that. And there's confidence that comes with that. And, and I don't know, I guess I was born for this because most of the people that call, are not that right. Right. It's sad. I mean, they're just gripped and paralyzed in fear and and crying. And it's like, I don't know what to do. And you can hear the shakiness in their voice and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, let's take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Right. We'll figure this out together and we'll reallocate into strength and use biblical wisdom, godly wisdom, Holy Spirit empowerment. And and that will bring peace in the midst of the storm, right? That's what we hope
1: to bring to everybody. Right. That's why
0: I always tell people, you know, don't wait. If you've been sitting around thinking, oh, maybe I should give them a call or it's overwhelming or I don't even know where I would start. I'll,
1: I'll deal with it next week. Yeah.
0: So I say, give, give you guys a call because it's a free consultation. But man, you can sleep at night. You can like literally lay your head on your pillow and be like, okay, I've got that area of my life taken care of. You know, I mean, that is yeah. so important.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, when we do talk about finances, though, you, I try to bring in logic and, you know, bring in news of what World Economic Forum, Bank for International Settlements, IMF, Fed, everybody's talking about, because that takes away opinion. And once you understand the rationale behind why the government legislative actions are happening, why things are happening, okay, now it strips out all emotion, too. It's like, okay, this is a very logical decision, right? So, So this is what I try to do. Now, I was talking to a really good um, technical trader friend of mine. I am not a technical trader. I'm not a chartist. I couldn't care less, right? Because to me, fundamentals always drive everything. Fundamentals would be taxation, um, interest rate policy, uh, any kind of legislative words, legislative <laughs> actions. I got to work on my English or
1: something, um, <laughs> Well, you, of, you, you got two PhDs, but neither one of them are in English, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's okay.
2: No, it, it doesn't. If I <laughs> actually probably would have flunked English PhD, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, at least I didn't flunk the economics one or the math one. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's important. So all of those kind of more fundamental forces of what causes a market to move is what I look at. What causes things to go up? What causes things to go down? Right. Now, what a technical chartist person looks at, they'd be like a day trader. They're looking for every single penny of profit, right? And they'll say, okay, this is a great time to get in or this is a great time to get out. They're only looking at a chart, not the fundamentals that cause the chart, if that makes sense. So anyways, I was talking to this technical trader guy and and yesterday silver came, approached $22 an ounce. It was like 22.08. Well, at that level, some kind of, price harmonics thing happened. And really from a technical standpoint, it was the best time in over two years to buy silver it was yesterday.
0: Yesterday. Right? So,
2: Yeah. And today we're up like 30 cents or something like that. Right. But it was, it hits that point and then it should, at that point, it's a very foundational floor. And so technically when you hit a floor, it bounces back up. Right. So we're starting to hit this time now where everything that we've been talking about, we should see the bounce up. Now, this is about as excited as you'll ever see me get, this next story, um, because this is big. I mean, truly, this is the biggest news to hit silver, uh, uh, like ever, I mean, it, it's it's massive because if you look at what silver's done since the year 2000, for, for example, 2000, it was $4.50 an ounce thereabouts. Okay. Um, Let's see. Three and a half years ago, it was 1191. About 14, 15 months ago, it was 1797. Now it's 22 and a half, right? So those numbers are massive from 450 to 22 and a half. I mean, I don't know. That's up like 500, 600% since over the last 20 years. In the last three and a half years, it's up over 90%. That's over 30% of your average growth. Over the last... 15 months, we're up over 35, 40%. I mean, that's really good too. I mean, this is insane. Now, this is with a manipulated price market, right? So, so the way that the silver markets work is, is, and this goes back a little ways, but BlackRock bought the silver ETF from State Street Bank. And when State Street had it, they had HSBC, was the custodian of physical silver that was supposedly backing the silver ETF. Okay. Now, BlackRock said, we don't want them. We want JPMorgan Chase. Hmm. Funny choice, because the year before they did that, JPMorgan got hit with a $900 million fine for lying about the number of ounces that they had under custodianship. They got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Ooh. But why would BlackRock want them? It's so like I think they're all crooks, right? It's like <laughs> you can't have somebody clean partnering with somebody dirty. You're unequally yoked, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. we'll get both these these scoundrels in working together, right? So, so how it works is, let's say BlackRock needed 10 million ounces of silver to basically back up their silver ETF shares that they sold. Okay. So they'll go to they'll go to Chase and say, hey, Chase, we we need 10 million ounces. So what does Chase do? They issue naked short contracts, which are cause the price to come down. It's selling pressure on the markets, but they didn't actually own the metals. You can't, the only place in the world you can sell something that you don't have is if you're a big bank, right? So, so they would drive the price down. And then what? Then when the price went down, they would buy a bunch of physical silver to fulfill that contract. That would co- create demand. Price would go up, goes up too high. They issue more short contracts drives the price down they gobble up more physical silver the demand causes price to go up this is a vicious cycle so the numbers that we talked about in silver are with that manipulation imagine what it would be without that artificially driving the price down all the time it would be through the roof yep right so so yesterday there's this article that that research paper from dystopia to utopia it was on sprot money um they they found something that's incredible. So the number of short positions by banks in silver was cut by 50% last week alone. In one week, half of all the silver short contracts in the world were extinguished. They're gone. Because now, what does that mean? It means if we stay on that same trajectory, all the silver shorts will be gone by the end of this week, right? So they got rid of half. And if they do it again, it's uh, they're all gone. Well, what does that mean? A, it means the manipulation game is over. There's no more short contracts out there. B, it means why would they get rid of that many short contracts yeah. that quickly? Mm-hmm. Why, what's well, the why? If, if you have a short contract, you're you are wanting the price to come down. So if the price of silver goes up and you own short contracts, You don't just lose money, you lose money hand over fist because it's leveraged. Those short contracts are not dollar for dollar, they're leveraged, so it's a multiplier, right? So so if silver goes up and you have a short contract, you lose money in multiples. Well, these banks have bajillions of dollars of short contracts out there, right? So they got rid of 50% of them. What does that tell us? They think the price of silver is about to go through the roof. And so they have to get rid of those shorts as quickly as they can. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time I've ever seen in the history of any kind of a short that 50% of all the shorts of a market were gone in one week.
1: Literally. And it's across many banks. It's not just Chase did it. This is across.
2: Not just Chase. Banks across the board eliminating short positions. So all the net short positions in the world, 50% of them were closed last week. So this is exciting to me because what happens in a world where there's no manipulation of, of the price? Well, now you're talking about um, usdebtclock.org, where it shows silver should be $1,100 plus an ounce. That's the non-manipulated price of what it should be based on the money supply. Um, this is probably where bull polney and others get mm-hmm. some of their algorithms from, it's like, yeah, silver should be in the thousands of dollars an ounce, not $25 an ounce, right? So, so this is where we could be headed. I'm not saying that we're going to get to a thousand dollars ounce. I'm saying that, that technically we hit a low point at 22. And then the other part of it is all of these short Positions, eliminating means the big banks think silver is going to go through the roof. What a time to buy, to <laughs> oh, put a wow. smile on your face mm-hmm. in the midst of, of everything that's happening in the world that'll put a frown on people's face. They should put a smile on your face.
0: This will help you sleep at night.
2: It's what? Mm.
0: I said, this would help you sleep at night. I mean, if you get into well, silver, I'm, it's like, I'm
2: oh I'm my gosh, I yeah, because so <laughs> yeah. it gives you peace or it makes you so excited you can't sleep, right? But but yeah. this is <laughs> big. Deal. Literally, none of us have ever known a world, you know, at our age, where silver hasn't been manipulated.
0: Wow, that we've,
2: all we've ever known, right? And so it's like, wow, this is pretty cool that these short positions are going away. That would be the first, right? This is this is incredible. So. So I'm really excited about it. And everybody who's sitting on the sideline, like what you said earlier, Stacey, who maybe hasn't done anything in Silver yet, you should do it now. I'm telling you, both technically, fundamentally, everything that's happening. And then you couple that with the normal, weird, chaotic world that we yeah. have right now of political chaos, uncertainty, disbelief in everything. Um, You've got you've got. Don't get any of your news anymore from mainstream media, mm-hmm. right? When, when after the Iowa caucus and Rachel Maddow, yes. basically I mean, we saw that, that horrible video.
0: Terrible. Like, well,
2: I mean, it was such a big fat lie. It's like, well, with, with a contrite heart, this is my paraphrase. The network has made a very difficult decision. Baloney, this is not a <laughs> difficult decision for them. And we are not going to air any words from former president Trump in his victory speech or any time because we've chosen as a network to not actually
1: re-air lies. It's like,
0: what oh my if it wasn't gosh. for lies they wouldn't
1: have had any airtime over any air the last five years i mean she she's never come on and apologized for her remember her big breaking story about the i've got the goods the, the russia 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 thing you know this was going to be a big you know deal nothing nothing you know it's just constant ongoing you know uh, uh magnification of the, of the lies and so for them to come out and say it because trump hadn't even gone on to speak yet it's not like they heard the speech and we're not going to replay it because it was it was uh inauthentic right it was I'm clairvoyant, and so I'm not going to allow you to hear the lies he's not said yet.
0: And all he was calling for was unity. And then Let's gave all a, come together.
1: Give a speech. He's like, hey, we got real problems in the world. Yeah. Democrats, Republicans, we need to come together because there's a big crisis going on, and uh we need to work together. It was like, he even even bring in together DeSantis and, and Haley. He's like, I hey, know. we're actually having fun here. You know, this has been a great time. And like even that was unifying. So if they're going to protect you from lies they've not even heard yet clairvoyantly, uh, they for sure don't want you to hear uh, uh, messages that their handlers have not pre-approved.
0: That's such a great well, point.
2: It is it is awful. I mean, what she's, what she's saying is, they were listening to the speech and she said, you know what, if there's anything important for anybody to hear, we will air it so you can hear. So basically what they're saying is, we are only going to give you information that we want you to hear so we can actually have the narrative. And you all viewers of MSNBC are so dumb we don't actually think that you will actually be able to have counter opposing viewpoints where you decide what the truth is. We're just going to tell you what we think is the best thing for you to hear because you don't have the brain or the capacity to figure things out on your
1: own. Yeah. That's what she intended. That's
0: what she's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the
1: only time you see that in a real scenario is, you know, we're grandparents and, and uh, you know, with our, our kids, their kids will be around like, let's let them watch this movie. Have you seen it? I don't know. Let's look, let, let let's go through this before mm-hmm. we let the children see it, you know, mm-hmm. because they're four right. and they're three, you know, like it's, it's that dynamic from a, from a good heart wanting mm-hmm. to protect their minds. Uh, that is how mainstream media sees their role in, in news. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's, we know we're, we're the big kids. We understand we'll break it down for you children in a way that you can understand if need be. But but let us go through mm-hmm. it first because because we know better. So that kind of control on this information flow, um, what we have access to here with you is the ability to go through these numbers and actually put this out where people are ahead. You know, Amazon. I don't know mm-hmm. if the numbers was but close to doubled their fleet and wrapped all these vans before COVID. Like the only reason that you would have made that aggressive of a move. If you knew there was going to be a situation where people could only mm-hmm. be ordering online, like like there's a hundred right. things around COVID where it's like that's odd that they would have made that move, uh, a, a, you know, nine months early. Uh, that's interesting. So there's yeah. so many of those things happen. What this gives you a chance to do is to be able to make moves like the banks. If they're getting out, if all the rats are getting off of the ship, it's like well they know. Yep. They they know what what's what's happening. They're protecting themselves from an inevitable rise in silver because that's the value mm-hmm. that it should be.
0: In the name of the right. article, From Dystopia to Utopia in Gold and Silver. I mean, I've never, Kirk, we've been doing this show with you, f- whatever, a year and a half or two years. I've never seen you like this before. It's pretty exciting. This is amazing.
2: I mean, truly, this is big, huge news. It's massive.
0: That is awesome. So flyover family go to Fly Heard here first. I know. Go to flyovergold.com. Place you can fill out your information to get a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. There's there's no reason to hesitate. Get the information that you need to make a great decision for your family. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Again, seven two zero six zero five three nine zero. Zero, Doctor Kirk. Thank you so much for your time. Flyover family, make that call or Love go on and get today. that information in. We'll talk to you soon. This is a crazy time to be alive.
1: Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was seventy-five years before, fifty years, you yeah. know, before.
0: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
1: Alright, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> If we could skip the high money... because <laughs> <laughs> That's where i got to tend to derail. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs>
1: but I did good. See, look. First thing says... Say your name. Say your name. <laughs> Say your <laughs> name, David <Warden."> Have <laughs> you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about... <laughs> What may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. <laughs> have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about. Friend at school?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail and you're talking to your friend at school, they, they bring up your flat earth. And you think it's a flat I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> and it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about uh, Rubik's cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like film myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. Bye. Got a show for you. My my hang on my eyes red now? You don't be able to tell in there, Peter can fix it. He read it through a filter. Can you run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of my red eye? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice.
0: For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.